Welcome into the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeap. I'm your host, Will. This podcast will explore the experiences, challenges, and lessons learned of auto repair shop owners. We'll cover every topic imaginable from EVs to ADOS, right to repair, the technician shortage, and so much more. AutoLeap is a cloud-based shop management software that allows shop owners to better run their business, increase efficiency, and grow revenue. You can find a link to schedule a free demo with AutoLeap in the show notes of this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Shifting our focus to your overall business management, obviously you run a family-owned business. What are some of the key lessons there that you've applied forward to how you run your shop, especially looking ahead to the future? That's definitely a good question. Um, you know, I'm at, a, I'm at a point now where I'm trying to get my one of my sons involved in the management part of the business uh, with the intention of uh, obviously taking over and providing the same value service that we have done for all these years because obviously we have created a, a, a great clientele and we want to keep it that way. As a matter of fact, we're getting now uh, sons and grandsons of, of customers that we've had and we've developed a relationship with the last 20 years. That's, that's part of the future plan. Uh, to be able to get get him in that direction, and 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 I don't plan to go away, but maybe step off a little bit and be more of a uh, remote manager or remote owner, just overlooking the operation. Maybe getting into or opening another location. That's really kind of like the mindset, uh, bringing that same structure to a different location, so we can have um, uh, provide more service in different areas. A, a lot of uh, the original shop owners that I talked to when I was opening the shop years ago at the time had one shop or two, and now they have three and four. And uh, they're, you know, they have done some expansion. So I'm thinking we are at that time uh, uh, that uh, we need to consider that option for us and and bring that, that service into different areas. That's what we see as far as the future, and that's that's how we plan to keep that family-owned structure uh, involved. And, you know, even even if I'm not in the front office, people come in and, and they still ask, you know, they ask for me, hey, where's Julio? And, you know, my son tells them, oh, he's, you know, he's in the back. I'm, I'm on the front now. You know, like, I still up there ch- changing tires and checking flats and, and doing oil changes. Don't think I'm uh, I'm sitting around. I was, I was on the floor the other day doing oil changes, doing an oil change for a guy that, you know, long-time customer, he wanted the oil change done right away. You kind of touched on the growth that you have in mind for your shop. So how do you manage the financial aspects of the business with that growth in mind, such as, you know, your labor times, your margins, and then just your overall profitability? The simple answer is very careful. That's, uh, that's the simple answer. Um, it's just keep control of the, the, your parts cost, uh, keep control of your labor costs, uh, and your utilities. It is pretty much, you know, that's, that's the labor cost is really one of the highest uh, uh, issues, and then there's parts. Uh, but I think, in the, I think that, uh, that you keep track of your labor costs and, and you know exactly what each individual can produce can do and you challenge them to give you that 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 production that 100 uh or even 90 percent without burning up the the the, 
the individual, I think that's that's what you got to look at. I, it, you know, when you have several mechanics, uh, several techs, you have to, um, at least I do, I identify what each one brings to the table. Uh, and then I allow them to um, to show that, to wear up and, 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 and and take over and do what they know how to do best in that in that area and, and schedule accordingly. Uh, you know, you, you don't want your your tech mechanic technician doing all your changes. That, you know, that's not going to be beneficial for you. If he has to, he has to. But you want to make sure you keep him focused on what he likes to do or what he does best. You know, it could be uh, beneficial to the customer and beneficial to the shop. And that's it. Just looking to balance. Um, how is that beneficial for both? And that you're gonna be able to, you know, have the backup, the financial backup to go into the next, to the next level. Um, and thinking that if if push comes to show, we, you know, we, we can get loans and stuff like that, but I always try to stay away from those things. Try to stay away from those things I like to take. Uh, I like to take the challenge on uh, hands on myself, uh, and you know, it could be done. But I, I, you know, I'm trying to see if we can do it without getting to that level. But we'll see. Time will tell. I really like what you said about evaluating the strengths and weaknesses of your techs, and then putting them in a position to win based on those strengths and weaknesses. Shop management software can obviously play a significant role in improving your business efficiency and saving you valuable time. So how has your shop benefited from using AutoLeap? So I got to tell you, I checked, I want to say about three or four different companies uh, in each software, uh, those different things, they provide one thing or another. The one thing that I liked about AutoLeap was that I was uh, able to uh, see the future into what I wanted to do. And they were willing to and able to make improvement as they roll, as you go with. I like that because uh, some of the other uh, uh, products, they did provide some some items that I don't really didn't have at the time or didn't, uh, I was considering, uh, but, the, some of those items were not as important as the one that AutoLeap had. Uh, and it has helped tremendously as far as being the customer loyalty. And it has helped a lot as in the fact of in communication with the customer, maintaining schedules, uh, maintaining appointments. Uh, and, and, and in that sense, it has really made, uh, made us uh, uh, a lot better as a shop. I think uh, if I want to put a number on it, that probably improved uh, as far as volume about a, a good 10 to 15 uh, just by using, just by going to Autoly. So the customer likes getting the invoices uh, via text message or email. Um, they like setting up the appointments. That we, so we send the confirmation uh, to them. 
So it's 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 been it's been great. Love to hear how impactful AutoLeap is for your shop and on the theme of efficiency we've been discussing. It sounds like it's really helped you, you know, save a lot of time and automate some things that you would be doing manually and spending time on otherwise. Zooming out a little bit to focus on the future of automotive repair in general and how you see maintenance evolving. What does that picture look like for you, especially with the rise of of EVs and how do you think that will impact how shops operate moving forward? That's an interesting concept. Um, we have actually taken steps. We are currently taking steps to separate a couple of things um, from the everyday uh, repair. We are dedicating a uh, an area uh, simply to do uh, brakes and tires and suspension. Uh, and we kind of want to, uh, or I want to say separate, uh, similar to what other companies have done with the oil changes, where they have taken the oil changes out of the auto repair business and they have focused directly or only on auto repair. Uh, we want to dedicate or create an area where it's only dedicated to brakes uh, uh, and tires and, and that, that, that kind of service. And because I see that being the main focus uh, on the business. Um, I'm thinking that the electric cars will take a while to to control the whole market, but they will sooner or later, because that's where the investment is going, regardless of what everyone says. Uh, I drive an old car, so it doesn't make a difference to me because I drive a, a, uh, a 70s old goat. It's going to be a while before I go to, uh, uh, to anything else. But... Who knows? Maybe tomorrow or six months from now, I take my mind and I buy an electric car. I'm still going to keep my gas guzzler. Uh, but um, it's, you know, I'm thinking as far as the technology and the shop, you know, we're, we're going to see less and less of the, uh, of the uh, everyday uh, mechanical services on the uh, EV cars. Uh, so we have to find ways or different uh, areas that uh, the car would need maintenance for us to keep going forward. Uh, I think there was a, uh, an interesting uh, thing happening uh, recently. I had a write-up about it around here where uh, they were trying to get the manufacturers to still continue to build cars in a, uh, in a, in a form or in a manner where the repair shops can fix it and not uh, restrict the information because that has been a big impact on the auto service and auto repair industry in the last uh, so we, you know, the the, the Senate uh, agree with us, and hopefully that uh, uh, continues to happen and improves. So, but anyway, that's what we see. That's what I see as how we should be able to handle that going. There's a lot of electronics involved. There's uh, we're learning about sensors and reverse cameras and the the center console and. Uh, all those beautiful features that are that are coming up on the new cars that are out there in the market. Uh, so we are involved in, in doing some of that. And like I said, maybe dedicate different areas to different things so we can provide that service, which you know some of the some of the shops are not doing right now. Based on your career and the specific insights we covered today, what final advice would you share with fellow shop owners? The one concern that uh, that I would have is whether you're a shop owner or a, a, a inspiring shop owner, uh, I would say definitely take the leap of faith uh, and make it happen for yourself. 
um, that would be my, my biggest advice. Uh, make sure that you go out of your way for your customer and the customer will come back to you and will definitely be, uh, uh, you have to determine at one time, at one, at one time early in your shop, you're going to have to determine what kind of shop owner you want to be, what kind of shop do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known for being the most expensive guy in town or you want to be known for the customer, the, 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 the shop that goes out of their way to take care of the customer. And I'll give you, and I'll give you a quick example. One of our customers, she's, I want to say, early to mid-70s, had a flat tire, and she's a AAA member. Nothing on AAA, everyone's struggling. This was maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Um, she called me, it was 6 o'clock in the afternoon. We were wrapping up close to the shop, and she says, branded in such and such a road in the middle of nowhere, there's not a human being for miles. I called AAA four and a half, five hours ago, and I haven't seen them. Their service has improved. Before I say anything else, their service has improved a lot since then. They're doing great. We're a shop, AAA shop approved. Uh, so I know for a fact that their service has improved tremendously. When it... So to make the long story short, I, you know, she couldn't get anyone else out there, not all the truck driver. Nobody was coming out to rescue her. And... I went out of my way. I, I told her, don't even worry about it. I'll go take care of it, you know, through a jack. I got a no pickup truck I have. And I went out there to put a spare, you know, took care of the customer and didn't charge her anything because it was, I, I felt I was saving somebody's mom or somebody's daughter or so with that customer service focus on mine, um, that makes a big difference uh, to me as an owner or as a shop to know that we take care of our customer regardless of what's going on. So, you know, I didn't say, oh, it's six o'clock, I have to go home, I have dinner plans. It, it, that wasn't even a thought in my mind at the time. I just went and took care of, took care of what needed to be done for her and she was the priority. So you want to be that guy or you want to be, and, and I have thousands, thousands of stories, but that one is the one that just clicked in my head. So you want to be that guy or you want to be the guy that at six o'clock says done and, you know, go somewhere else and, you know, and, and, and it's up to you. But at the end of the day, take the leap of faith, do whatever you have to do and, and overcome your concern, especially if you're, you know, a younger person trying to, to get into the business, by all means, get involved. Definitely uh, you, you do something that you're happy with. That's a great story to close this conversation on. And thank you for joining me today, Julio. We appreciate your perspective on your shop management experience. And we'll be back soon with the next episode of the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeap.